Welcome to the weekend show with Medium J. Uh, right off the bat, I want to acknowledge that uh, my collar's fucked. Like, I got it's a nice shirt that I got on, but the collar's fucked. Like, it just looks weird. But it's a comfortable shirt, nonetheless. Tommy Hilfiger. It's fairly good. Uh, good brand. Just the collar's really messed up. Uh, you guys see what happened? You know that that uh, with Biden when he made that speech. In like a layer, it was. That's the only way to describe what I. I don't know. I seen like just photos of it, and uh, people are like, "This is the real thing." Because you go, "No, it has to be Photoshop." Like they put him next to like, fucking uh, Lord Sith or whatever the Sith Lord from fucking Star Wars, and it, it just matches up perfectly, right? It's like he's in some red background, like it's a fucking Joe Rogan fucking design. That even Joe Rogan said, he, he had that red design, he's like, this is a little much even for me. He said, even for me, this is a little much. Uh, but not for the Biden administration, because apparently that's real. That pictures, the pictures that you see of him in a red background telling telling democracy that he he's it needs them the people need him and, and and his political enemies shall vanquish you know it's getting it's getting to the point where you can't even really make fun of this anymore like i wish i could write i can't write a joke better than just getting on stage telling you to unify the people with like fucking lord vader you know darth vader in the background like, you're on fucking planet Hoth ready to take over with the Death Star, but, yeah, no, I mean, like, like I, I, there's no jokes that could be added to that. Uh, but anyways, we'll get into the show today. Since I'm not able to make jokes, I, I mean, I think we should just do some regular news. You know, we'll keep it light this week. Uh... India takes cautious steps towards ties with the Taliban. I knew it. First of all, I knew India. You know, people thought I was racist. A lot of people, a lot of people were like, dude, you know, these Pakistan, India, and, and, and Afghanistans, they're not part of the Taliban. And then you go like, well, India, you know what I mean? India is now fucking taking cautious steps towards uniting Uniting their fucking resources and and allocated wealth with uh, the Taliban, because let's be honest, the Taliban's pretty much, you know, the last the last people to fucking serve USA up with a fucking you know, you know, with a fucking L. They served the motherfuckers up with an L. So India, you know, India sees this and goes, you know what? Maybe we should uh, keep some negotiations, you know. Stay in talks with the Taliban. I fucking knew it, man. I knew it. I knew that they, the, you know, the, the people would fold in, in, in the democracy once the Taliban start running. So I was, I, w- I had the Taliban way back in 2015 predicted. I predict. I'm like, yo, they're gonna win. They're gonna win. You know what I mean? The motherfuckers aren't gonna lose their oil. Uh, you know, like think about it. Man. So that's why I gotta find me an East Indian wife, man. I've been searching. I've been searching a lot, a lot. Of, it's very hard to get in there. Got to get you. Got to you. Got to meet their. Fa- you got to meet every family member in, in East Indian when, when you're trying to get with her. You got to meet everyone in the family. All of them have to check the boxes. It's like, do you approve? Yes. You got to get. Is you got to get like dozens of signatures if you want to fucking get with an East Indian girl. But uh, I mean, I read the. I was been reading up on the Kama Sutra. I can only get to two pages in. Uh, it's the front and the back, you know. It's the fr- it's the two missionary and doggy style, and after that, I'm fucking lost. But uh, uh, I think it'll be worth it, right? I think if if I if I do find an East Indian chick, right? If I do find a chick, right? And 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 you know, I go through all the hoops, you know. Then I I mean I'm I'm set up with uh, her all her brothers fucking with me in the Taliban right you know I mean that's fucking pretty cool right they probably they probably tossed me a couple of the military great assault ri- rifles that they picked up from uh, Kabul right uh, yeah but yeah I, I fucking knew it man India is the superpower in 2025 they're coming to it. they're crossing the, all the T's and dotting all the I's. They're fucking, they're doing it, man. India's fucking, India's going to be first world country in about four years. Give it time. Four or five years.
2025. By 2025, it's starting to look like it. Uh, but yeah. Speaking of third worlds, uh, Trump calls the raid on his Mar-a-Lago property that he was involved, you know, with the Biden administration using. He said they were using third world tactics. You know, former President Donald Trump reacted to the recent FBI raid on his Florida home during a rally on Saturday night. The Biden administration invaded the home of their chief political opponent, who is absolutely destroying him and everybody else on in the polls. Trump, Trump says, that's what Trump said. I was like, wow, what the heck? What's going on? But that's what Trump said. Uh, you know, uh, never to shy away from the details. Trump continues to elaborate on. You know, a phony pretext from the highly from a highly political magistrate who hand who they handpicked late in the evening, just days before the break in, and trampled upon my rights and civil civil liberties as if our country that we love so much were a third world nation. We're like a third world nation. <laughs> he said it twice. <laughs> Some people. You know when like when a girl does when a girl doesn't see your text so you send it twice like like under the under the falsehood like she can go I didn't see that well, I sent it twice I sent it twice <laughs> no nah, there's no way he could have referred to uh, the Biden administration <clears throat> using third world nation tactics on him there's no way he could have done that he said it twice. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Say what you will about Trump, but fuck, man. That is a bold... Like, you're getting raided and you're going like, these dudes are doing fucking things that they, they do in third world countries, man, right now. <laughs> it's like, you know, dude, they're good people, but, like, they just, they're just trying these tactics out on... Like, like it's... Like we're... <laughs> like we're living in a fucking... Communist Party or something. This is ridiculous. It's fucking genius, man. And to be honest, man, I don't know. Uh, to this day, they haven't really said much about the whole. Uh, apparently, there's some fucking leaked documents that were classified, and president couldn't have taken them home. He took them home anyways. To be honest, it probably would have been probably would have been that you know that Hillary body count or something yeah you know damn well you know or some some fucking all of the shit that they're giving biden right you know some some exclusives all of the like the drugs that he, they're supplementing this boy with i don't know man it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing because it never happened before especially in the spectacle <clears throat> especially like if there's people in the cia going like man this is this is weird like, this isn't protocol, you know, people in the FBI and shit, they're kind of going, like, this is, this is weird, but it might also be, like, a lot of them don't jump to, like, to, to, like, speculate anything, because everything is a, a false flag operation with these boys. A lot of it's false, even if a guy in the CIA goes rogue and just starts fucking murdering people, they go... Was that planted? Was that guy supposed to do this? Like they they don't know the whole the whole FBI, CIA, DEA, and all the alphabet boys. They don't know. They don't know. And and let me let me go deeper and just say, for most people, it working in nine to five. You work at fucking Walmart, all right? They're McDonald's. Do you know what's going on? in the next door of Walmart. You would you would think you would have some kind of idea. You know, what did they did they do it ass backwards compared to how you guys do it, right? Or McDonald's, you know what I mean? Some they make they make their fries first and then their burgers last or they make the burgers for whatever. It's uh no one knows exactly what's going on in each in each separate department. And uh, I think it just gets way more clouded with what's going on uh with 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 things like the government and, and fbi and it gets tricky when the government and the fbi don't know what they're doing each other you know what i mean the cia there's not a lot of communication even between the government and the cia and 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 uh, 
things like like the fucking people that build the planes out in Area 51 and shit like that. They don't tell they don't tell the fucking government shit, dude. And I think all Trump had would for probably some fucking exclusives on what they're doing as far as like those uh about the F, uh, UFOs and shit like that. He probably stole some shit cool ass shit. And uh, them boys up top didn't like it, but uh, I mean, what are you gonna do, man? The guy, the guy was a president, right? You know I mean, you guys are putting him in a corner where he's gonna become president again, just out of spite. I mean, Obama told him you're not gonna, you're never gonna be president. He became president out of spite. The system really does, <clears throat> really does push the, the the person outside so much to the point where they just said, "Fuck it, out of spite, we're gonna run for president," and and. I mean, I'm not even trying to side with Trump at all. I'm just going, like, from a uh, corruption standpoint, I go, like, can you guys just settle down? Can, <clears throat> can you guys just settle down with the corruption for a little bit? Just pause it. Like, at least with Trump, his corruption was very real and, and like, honest. Like, with Biden or Hillary or... Obama, these deep state individuals will look you dead in the eyes and go, everything's okay. And in the back end, there's a whole bunch of shit underneath the rug that we don't know about. A whole lot of people disappearing. Snowden gets fucking exiled to this day. He's still exiled. Motherfuckers wind up missing in trunks like it's the mafia. And I don't know, man, like the mafia is cool and all, but I don't think the government should operate like, like the mafia was way back in the day. And that was what they did but now it feels like the the government's slowly taking steps into operating like fucking 1950s fucking italian mobster like it's goodfellas like that was the last thing that they fucking seen and went fuck it let's let's run with these guys let's do this shit let's go fuck over these small businesses that can't fucking protect themselves <clears throat> Charge them with crazy taxes. Make it fucking hard for most people to just, hey, listen, you got a vehicle? Well, you got to you gotta check them with us. You're giving us fucking, it's a road tax. You're giving us fucking 4500 a year for, for absolutely dick. You know, like it's insurance or something. They could they claim it's insurance or it's your license or your registration. And you go like, like I got a car. Can I just drive my car? Is that, is that so fucking, is that, can I just drive, please? Like, nah, man, you gotta check in with us. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I would, I would actually prefer if the, at least the mob, you'd go like, okay, they're gonna kill me. But with, with the government, they're just gonna let you starve. They're just gonna starve you out. Right, and uh, we'll get back onto uh, the news. Sorry about that. I know I, I always, I always, I always do this. I always break from the from the main subject. But uh, so the finance chief of Bed Bath and Beyond fell to his death. I don't mean to laugh at this. He fell to his death at 52 years old. It was Gustavo Arnall. He jumped from a Manhattan skyscraper on Friday. Uh, the big box chain in the U.S. has been facing financial troubles, recently announcing store closures and job cuts. You know, shares in the company have been volatile and being dubbed as a meme stock driven by social media buzz. Uh, you know, Bed Bath and like Bed Bath and Beyond was uh, the company. <coughs> that uh specialize in beds baths and and beyond right uh now i think the finance chief seen beyond and the beyond was like fucking a whole lot of fucking missing whole lot of missing things going on and a whole lot of taxes that weren't paid off or you know a whole lot of dirty money in bed bath and i think a whole lot of dirty money in Bed Bath & Beyond. I'm just speculating, right, by the way, guys. Just making it up as I go. But I think that the, gov you know, the, go the government got wind of all this Bed Bath & Beyond empire. The Beyond being a fucking criminal fucking enterprise. You know, the, the Beyond, is, it's genius, actually. It's Bed Baths. You know, you can get a bed, you can get a bath, and, and Beyond. 
They go, what? What's the beyond? It's like, dude, you can get hard. You can get hard on the street right now. You want some fucking... Meet me out in the back. Meet me in the beyond the be- the beyond the back of the bed, bath, and beyond. Meet me in the back. You got some crack, bro. You want some fucking cocaine? You want some fucking heroin? Some meth? We got a fucking... We got a couple of... We got a couple of girls on beds, bro. You could go fucking smash for... 500 bucks an hour. No no big deal, bro. You know, these girls are dimes, too, and they got nothing. They'll blow you. <laughs> Happy endings, bro. Uh, do you want, you know, uh, <clears throat> we can fucking, we can sneak your fucking family in and get your guys a fake green card, bro. You want a bed bath and beyond. And then the finance chief was told to account for all of this dirty money that they've been spending and, and collecting. And, and he couldn't take it, right? That's the beyond... You know, the beyond side, and uh, this is the beyond side, and the beyond, the bed, bath, and beyond, right? Uh, yeah, but it, it does suck when your company becomes a meme, because it it, it takes the route of, of, of whenever the people don't like the meme anymore, right? They're just like, ah, it's not that funny. It just loses all value, right? With GameStop, <clears throat> it's fucking fell flat, and eventually it's going to have to... Uh, but I mean, you know, you, at least you guys got to take the money and run while you can, right? If it's being propped up ridiculously by people on Reddit, fucking take it, take it cash out and fucking <clears throat> pay off some of your fees and, and keep it moving, right? That's no, no sense in jumping off, you know, jumping off and seeing and going beyond the beds and the baths, you know, moving on. Uh, Arizona troopers discovered 46 pounds of fentanyl pills during a traffic stop. Now, a massive haul of fentanyl pills were being submerged from uh, Nogales, Mexico, to Phoenix area, investigators said. The incident happened on August 24th on I-10 near Red Rock after troopers after a trooper stopped the driver of a 2010 Volkswagen Jetta for sedan for moving violations. Now this is a Volkswagen. Sounds like the same Volkswagen me and my buddy stole back in the day. Uh, <clears throat> and inside note too, also uh, fentanyl pills. Fentanyl is a weird name because I think that girl uh, Rihanna, that girl. Rihanna, she's got her fucking company named Fenty. You know, Fenty. It's just, it's gotta, it's gotta be. It's tough because I always think fentanyl pills and I think Rihanna. I always think Rihanna and fentanyl. I don't know if it's because Fenty, but it's just so close, right? It's just, it's, I mean, it's a genius branding for, for, for her company because it's fucking addictive. You know what I mean? You want you want the next fucking makeup by Fenty. You want the next fucking handbag by Fenty. You gotta get it quick. Gives you a high, an unbelievable high, right? Fentanyl, fentanyl. I'm just gonna come up with a fucking company named Fentanyl, dude. Fentanyl. What is it? It's just it's whatever you want it. And I won't even tell people what it is. It's just and it'll be sent, selling fentanyl. I'll be. Selling. <laughs> I don't know why. But, uh, you know, 46 pounds. <clears throat> uh, the 46 pounds found by these Arizona troopers, right? It's got to be tough. It's got to be tough, right? Because they opened up the door. I seen the post. I opened up the door, and it was in the side of the thing. But 46 pounds of fentanyl pills, that's a lot of pills. Do you think, like, they said, like, hey, man, we got 45 pounds of pills? Like, do we need another fucking trying to cross the border from Mexico? Should we need, we need another pound to make it 46 and you know he's like ah just fucking another pound won't hurt in for a uh, pound in for a penny right and for a penny and for a fucking pound and then the state troopers are like hey listen if this guy like Liz we pulled you over we we found all these drugs in your car if you if you just had 45 pounds you would have been good if you just had 40 but you went 46 and that got a little suspicious tires start rubbing the tires start uh you know, and dropping and you know, losing air pressure in the tires because it's so heavy. You got an extra 45 pounds of pills in your car, dude. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? When you try to open the door, the door's like on off of the hinges, like it's being weighed down. You know, it's uh, you guys should smarten up next time and you just bring over 40 to 45 pounds of pills next time. 
All right, the 46, it's an odd number. We don't like that. Get back into Mexico. That's how, that's how it goes. That's how, that's, how, that's how the legal system works, right? So a manhunt, you know, speed, we're talking legal now. We're going legal. A manhunt was underway uh, across Canadian provinces as the toll of wounded rose to 18 on Monday. And after a stabbing rampage that left 10 people dead in one of the bloodiest mass killings in Canadian history, the suspects identified as Damien Sanderson. You know, his name's Damien Sanderson. 31 years old and Miles Sanderson, 30 years old, were seen later Sunday driving a black Nissan Rogue. You know, giving Rogue a new meaning, you know what I mean? Going Rogue in a Rogue with Damien, bro. The two males were still at large, and this despite ongoing relentless efforts through the night by both the RCMP and Regina Police Services. Now, the body was found... Uh, by Damien Sanders just late last night. So I pushed back. We pushed back the weekend show. This is the excuse that I'm going to go with. We pushed it back because we're following this. Uh, we're getting updates by the minute, people. Uh, the body was found by da- of Damien Sanderson in the James Smith Cree Nation, uh, believed to not be self-inflicted. Now, this is wild. Because this has happened down in, I think, Saskatchewan by the res, right? Uh, and now I'm speculating. Again, I'm just making it up. But I'm thinking that what's-his-name, uh, Miles Sanderson, got a little sketchy. You know what I mean? He thought his brother was going to rat on him. They have to be brothers. Same name going around stabbing people. It's, 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 a, brothers. it's a brother kind of duo they're going around they stabbed a whole bunch of people uh it's crazy right uh i think after you take 10 people's lives you start looking at your brother going like well if he tells or if he tries to think shit's sweet getting a plea deal i'm gonna have to fucking do him in right and uh that's what i think like i think either that or the, dude, the bloodlust of just so many people kill. I mean, what's one more? What's one more? And, oh, dude, who's the person next to me? Or maybe, what's his name tried to get up on him, right? Damien tried to fuck it. Because Damien's Damien. And, 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 and Miles, you know, little Miles out there, he fucking can run a couple miles. You know what I'm saying? He got, he got the endurance. Damien tried to push up on him. Miles came and defended himself, maybe. You never know. You never know. That's probably what happened. Uh, it's just, it's wild that this is a fucking, <clears throat> like a bloodbath of mass killings, right? And they all did it with a knife. They did it, those two guys did it with a knife, which uh, we had one of the most deadliest fucking murder sprees in in, in Can- Canadian history. Like, and we're talking, there's people that have guns, right? There's a lot of people that have fucking assault rifles and whatever fucking pistols that all the stuff that they try to ban for Canada all the time and yet the fucking the dudes really want to they go around with knives right you know I mean, are you going are we going to ban kitchen knives at this point it's uh it's getting kind of silly people i would love to have a gun if some guys run, especially these guys running around you don't know they're running up to you stabbing dudes you see a guy getting stabbed you're fucking It'd be cool to fucking have a gun and just pop that dude in the fucking head, right? It'd just pop that dude that's fucking stabbing people. He's going around stabbing people. And, dude, what are we going to call the police? Police get there 20 minutes later, the guy's gone. The guy's gone. So, uh, yeah, it's it's frustrating when you see these stories. And, and if, fuck, if everybody had a gun... Bro, he, he, these t- two guys would have been gone. They would have been offed. Like, that would have been street justice. And I, I know I fucking toil with this idea constantly, trying to put guns into the hands of everybody. But uh, I think if you're just morally correct, I think you should just have, you should be, you know, fucking, it's like jury duty. 
you know what I mean? You, you live your life up to a certain point in your mid-30s or 40s, you know what I mean? Once you've gotten your Jason Statham kind of badge of honor in the streets of just doing the right thing. Uh, you know what I mean? You're like Batman or something. You get to be Batman. Just go around fucking... Go around with a gun and just protect these people, man. I feel like if 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 more people in Canada, I mean, dude, a knife is beating them. A knife, a knife is killing all these people. You know, one guy, two guys with a knife are literally fucking. Those are the fucking domestic terrorists in Canada. A couple of dudes with a knife, and the police were having trouble with these boys. Police couldn't even get one of them. The other one's still on the run to this day, or at least to this second. Right? I haven't. Ch- I should have maybe, should have maybe doubled up and checked the news right before I started this. But you know what? I'm gonna go confidently and say that this guy's probably gonna wind up in the fucking ditch too. This guy's gonna fucking kill himself after, because I mean, what else can you do? And then people are gonna go, "Damn, that sucks." Well, maybe we should strengthen our fucking strengthen our fucking gun laws and you go like no 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 dude that those guys were running around with kitchen knives you go buy a machete at Cabela's bro and the machete don't need to reload the machete don't fucking miss when you're when you're swinging a machete you don't miss a machete you know you miss a swing or something but like come on man come on man come on man like it's pretty hard to fucking when you're swinging a sword it's pretty hard to fucking not slice open some dude. Uh, and it's sad. It's, it's very sad. I want to remind people that I'm the news. I'm the... I'm the week, here's the weekend show. I'm the news. So uh, I'm not trying to get my feelings involved in this. And I'm just using my platform to push my agenda of trying to arm Canadian citizens. Uh, hopefully, people learn... I mean, the government says you can't get a gun. You know what I'm saying? The government says to you, dead in your face, that you can't get a gun. You just tell them, listen, I don't have a gun. And if you, if you want to check, you're going to need a fucking warrant. And by the time you get that warrant, <clears throat> I'll be laying landmines down in my property. I'll be laying, I'll be laying a whole bunch of fucking barbed wire and I'm being digging trenches and moats that way you know you're gonna have to come by at least you know with a tank to shut me down government you know moving on uh according to this new lawsuit lebron james and drake stole the rights to the move to a movie about a segregated hockey league uh, the nba star slash chinese propaganda machine lebron james and the rare you know, I, I, ironically, Jewish rapper Drake. You know, it's funny. He's a Jewish rap. He's a Jew, <laughs> rapping. I, I just, I find that funny, right? Because uh, uh, Drake, right? He, you know, and he's a Jew and he's a rapper. And rappers usually blow money, and Jews usually save money. So d- we can only imagine little Audrey Graham's fucking voices in his head. It's like, buy a cool chain. But also put that in a four hundred one k. He's just yeah, it's just he's t- tearing little Jersey Drake's minds playing tricks on him, right? Uh, but yeah, they're being sued for ten million dollars by uh, Billy Hunter, who claims that he holds the exclusive rights to produce the uh, to produce any movie about Canada's old colored hockey league. You know, the name of the movie's called Black Ice. Uh, there's nothing to that. It's called Black Ice, and it's a segregated uh, hockey league in, in Canada, right? Um, uh, I just uh, I just want people at home, the people listening and the people watching... I mean, obviously, if you're watching, you know how frustrated I am. But I want the people at home to really, really dig into how frustrated I am about uh, about the, the title of it's called Black Ice about a segregator. Like, <clears throat> we know that Drake and, and LeBron James—they're so rich they don't have to be creative anymore. But it's like they're rubbing 
their shit in our faces at this point. Like, first of all, secure the rights to the movie, right? Right? R- r- one, at least if you're gonna if you're gonna make some money off of the off of people, secure the rights to it. Second, maybe, maybe. Maybe include somebody that knows a little bit about hockey, right? That's just, that's just being, it's just being, like, have some of the, the like, because the guy that owns the rights would probably know more about it than these guys. They worked with him, and then they went behind his back to try, but, two, don't name a fucking movie a pun. Don't fucking name the, the, the movies a pun, and it's a shitty pun, to be honest. Black Ice. Oh, like a black guy. I don't know what to say other than this is fucking. This is at a point in 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 the news that I can't I can't make fun of these things anymore. It's just it's so ridiculous. Like, uh, just give the give the fucking guy some money, right? Give the fu- you take you take. Uh, you take the ideas from these guys while working with them, and, and you go, "Oh, fuck it, we're just gonna make it ourselves." Give the guy some fucking money, man, or else you're getting sued. That's just how shit goes, right? Uh, moving on. So, 21 deaths a day. We're speaking, you know, speaking of the fentanyl pills that you've seen in the last. Uh, well, we we talked about about 10 minutes ago. Is 21 deaths a day? You know, families hit by opioid crisis. Want the Parliament Hill flag lowered? See, opioid toxicity deaths have skyrocketed during the COVID-19 pandemic, propelling calls for the flag at Parliament to be lowered lowered at half mast in honor of those who have died. You know, this is coming from Senator Vernon White, a former Ottawa police chief, as well as family members who have lost loved ones to the ongoing opioid crisis. We all know we all know people that have struggled and possibly have lost their lives. If if you if you're just a generally like not popular, but like have friends, we all know people that struggled with those <coughs> addictions, and if not, they lost their lives. Right, Lord forbid. Right. In the last four full calendar years, from January sixteenth to December twenty one, two thousand twenty one. Right. There have been more than 29,000 opioid toxicity deaths across the country, according to Health Canada. It's like it's, that number's pushing from Jan 16, you know, 2000, January 2016 to about 2000. Like right now, it's looking as over, we're looking at over 30,000. And uh, Senator Ron Wright, yeah, the former police chief, said that. There's 30,000 reasons to lower the flag. 30,000 people that died in the last, it was about six years. In the last six years, 30,000 people. And these are all young, a lot of young people. A lot of people just struggling with uh, day-to-day life, right? And and they they go and buy fucking 46 pounds of fentanyl from these dudes in Mexico, right? It's, um... It sucks. It sucks. <clears throat> the drugs, uh, the drugs that they have, dude. The drugs now they have, they have nowadays, dude. The the drugs they have nowadays, dude. It's a little too much. It's a little too crazy. It gets uh, gets well, it gets really addictive. Right, and the pharmaceutical companies just keep pumping it out. Right, it's not like uh, it's not like these guys and I don't. Do, do the guys in Mexico know how to fucking batch up? Because I'd imagine that there's a whole lot of fucking there's a whole lot of you know the pharmaceutical industry pumps out a whole lot of these whatever pills, and then they go, well, fuck, man, we can't sell all these pills, so we're just gonna toss them to Mexico. Mexico is going to sort through them. Then they're going to sell it back to us like uh, 
like the like the drug game works, right? They're gonna sell it back to us through the streets. Then we're gonna find a, a whole bunch of people, you know, getting hooked on them, and hopefully they come into the fucking doctor's office with a prescription and then buy it from us directly. Or if not, then they get us on the back end from the guys when we give it to them in Mexico. I think that's how it works. Obviously, I, again, I'm making, I'm make, I'm again, I'm making this up, people, but. At the same time, you got to think, how the fuck does Mexico have, like, just random drug lackeys driving through the border? How do they have 46 fucking pounds of fentanyl? Just some random guys. 46 pounds of fentanyl coming through the border. Those are That's one case they busted. And the thing is, let's be honest, they bust to one percent of all the people right they, you know, and they bust one to two percent of the people whatever they how many people they bust uh, the people that are fucking coming in through pi- private jets coming in through trains already have ins and outs with the guys that they know coming in you know what i mean how do drugs get into the streets i don't know uh, we don't know nobody knows politician gets paid off and suddenly you're walking right you know but again i'm just me i'm just making this up right i'm just fucking making this up i've, I've had it though I've, ha- I've had it with i've had it with all of these these deep state individuals i'm i'm you know what i mean i'm maybe two to three years i'm gonna start fucking i'm gonna start going into politics i'm just gonna say fuck it and oh, dude, I'm gonna be so corrupt. I'll be, I'll be honest, man. This is right now. This is a, a verbal confession to that. If I'm ever in politics, I'm gonna be so corrupt. I'm gonna be so corrupt. It's not even gonna be funny. It's gonna. It's like people are gonna go, yo, chill. Like Hillary Clinton's gonna have to start watching her back when I'm around. Why? Because I walk around with a Glock. I would literally just walk around and I go, I like to exercise my right to carry. I go, you're in Canada. I go, yeah, yeah. 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 And there's a lot of bears out in these backwoods, baby. I seen a deer the other day. I want to hunt them. I want to hunt them. I seen a deer the other day. I walked up with, with food in one hand, Glock in the other, bro. Let him eat on my hand and I popped the deer in the fucking head, dude. Then I then I skinned him and I wore his skin and antlers like a like a like a fucking like a shaman or something, you know what I'm saying? And I started selling shrooms to kids. Like like what's what's up? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Anyways, uh hopefully I have your guys' vote in our next election. <laughs> hopefully we uh we get your you know, you come down to the polls and you get registered. You know what I mean? Or else I'm going to hit you with that poll. Run through your register, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. There's so much news that we got. We got a lot of news to talk about. I don't think I'm going to make it. All right. So <clears throat> I was reading up about this study, and it's actually pretty interesting, right? A psychologist shares seven signs of a narcissistic parent. Now, I didn't even know her. Can parents really be narcissistic? Hmm, I didn't know that. You know, it's like this is a toxic way to raise your kids. Good parenting requires empathy, compassion, and the willingness to make some of your needs secondary. Essentially, many of the traits that essentially many, many of the traits that you wouldn't find in a narcissist. You know, narcissistic parenting isn't about bragging on social media or forcing rigorous extracurricular activities on your kids. It goes a lot deeper than that. And it's one of the most toxic ways to raise your kids. Narcissistic parents have a hard time allowing their kids to become their own person or have their own needs met. And let's just, uh, before we get into the signs of a narcissistic parent, I just want to say there's a lot of there's a lot of kids r- walking around uh, not truly experience a good parent right there's a lot of kids there's a lot of kids and uh, and yeah sure there's everyone makes mistakes right everyone can get hung up on the fa- but there's a lot of 
lot of fucking parents and the whole babies raising babies phenomenon where it's just people that don't know what to do get pregnant and don't know what to do and and and, and that kid gets pregnant and they don't know what to do and and it, you know a lot of fucking narcissistic parents out there I've noticed that so I feel like I have to bring up uh bring it up right so the th- here are some of the signs of a narcissistic parent right in case you can recognize them in in yourself or or your parents right they see their child as a source of validation meaning you know they're more wrapped up in the child's achievements and what they contribute to society than actually how the child feels and what what the child's going through, right? You know, they only care about the outcomes. You know what I mean? They're constantly bragging to their friends about uh, their child's uh, accomplishments. Like, oh yeah, well, how's he doing though? You always ask what he's doing never ask how he's doing right or she or she right or she they are emotionally reactive but shame their child's emotions right so anytime a child's expressing himself you know or herself emotionally uh it, it's 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 pretty clear if you're not really acknowledging the child's emotions or if you're shaming them, right? You know, you're punishing a kid for crying. That was a big thing. I'll give you something to cry about. And I always thought, like, well, but why? I'm already crying, right? I'm just really sad. You know what I mean? Mom, dad, I'm just really sad right now. I don't think you need to... St- I don't think crying stacks. You know, does it stack? Does it stack on the effects? You know what I mean? Do you want... Are you using my tears to fucking cook chicken? You know, if that's seasoning, right? I'm just cry. I'm just over here crying, people. Yeah, I'll give you something to cry about, right? Shame and the emotions, right? Uh, they also, you know, they always put their own needs first. Now, that's just a tip. That's typical narcissism at our work. You know, and hey, mom, I uh, I painted this picture. You know, and the mom's like, wow, that's great, but I could do better. <laughs> Listen, son. Listen, son. I know I gave you five dollars for lunch the, for tomorrow. I don't really need that back. I need. I need a pack. I need. I'm just five dollars short for a fucking pack of smokes. Okay. <laughs> this is supposed to not be a funny episode, people. Don't stop. Stop laughing. They have poor boundaries, right? Kids, go. Come back next week. We. We're gonna order some fucking KFC for tom- for tom- you know the day after the next week after tomorrow. You can do whatever the fuck you want till then. I'm gonna be on a heroin binge, so you could do. <laughs> you know, there's probably there's freezies in the freezer. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, poor boundaries, right? It's just, yeah, it just uh, either it's. And the thing is, I, I think boundaries can go the other way, too, as far as poor boundaries is concerned. Because <clears throat> there was a lot of fucking times where, like, you're just a kid, right? But uh, your parents will go, hey, listen, don't don't go past that block. And you go, like, like I'm a fucking 15-year-old kid. You know, I'm fucking literally three years away. I'll be able to drink and smoke you know, I'll be able to fuck without a condom. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking 15, dude. I can't go past this block. You know what I mean? I can't go. I can't go. I'm going to fuck it. I'm going to hop on a bus and I'm going to go across the town. I don't give a fuck. Right? Because that's how the balance, you know, and it's just raising kids, right? Kids, we're just raising kids. The kids, if you don't have the right boundaries set in place, you know, the, the kids tend to go a little overboard, you know what I mean, as far as their rebellion goes, their rebellious nature goes. Because I remember, yeah, man, 12, 13, I mean, it sounds like, oh, it's just, you're too young, but 12 and 13 years old, I remember consistently telling girls I'd fuck them in the ass. I mean, I didn't, 
but I would just say that. I would just say things like that. It was like a, in grade six. I was in grade six telling bitches I was fuck them in the ass. Didn't know how to do. Didn't. I don't think my dick worked. It did work, but it. I mean, it. It was just something to. I. I just thought it was funny. It was just really funny, but it worked too. For some reason, it got a lot. Of, a lot of girls were interested. You know, he knows how to fuck in the ass. Well, but enough about uh, fucking kids. And I mean, I was I was kids, so it was okay. The the boundaries thing though, like there was no boundaries, right? There's no bound. If there's no boundaries, you get a kid, uh, ra- you know, raised that he's gonna say some profanity on the schoolyard, right? Or if if he's uh, if the boundaries are too harsh, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna just fucking they're gonna be living a very sheltered life, right? They play favorites, right? Another sign is they play favorites. Uh, and that's fucking, that's got to be wild. If you're a, uh, <clears throat> if you're a middle child or, you know, you have three or four siblings or whatever. And uh, deep down, we all know, you guys all know that fucking the youngest one's the favorite. It's got to suck, doesn't it? Doesn't that suck as a... As a family unit, as a family fucking unit, you know what I mean? You guys are supposed to be a family, but we all like little Billy. Little Billy over there, he's so cute. You know what I mean? He's six years old. He's going to grow up to be something, unlike you pieces of shit. Listen, you guys eat Pop-Tarts and Pizza Pops all day. You guys don't even have a job. Little Billy is out here, gonna—he's the golden boy, you know. That's gotta suck, right? They're playing favorites, right? So not another sign of the narcissist. And here's a lot of th- here's a lot, when you're a kid, you don't get this. Isn't this isn't fucking news for kids? This isn't on TikTok for kids. This isn't on <clears throat> YouTube, kids. The oh, psychological. Uh, Psychologist, psycholo- psychologist, fucking hell, dude. Psychologist, 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 psychologist isn't telling these kids fucking the, the signs of narcissistic parenting on Instagram, bro. It doesn't happen. <clears throat> this shit don't happen. You don't get this in your feed if you're a child. You get fucking a whole bunch of bullshit to fucking keep you numb, uh... But another fucking toxic trait. They shift blame onto their children, right? So. <clears throat> now, uh, this is going to be tough. Because this is deep in my childhood. And this is fucking. This is something that really sticks in my mind. And it's fucked. And I think I have to address it at some point. And what better way to do it on a podcast. In front of, in front of all, all the dozens of people that click on and never get to they never get to this they never get to 50 minutes into the podcast so this is pretty safe to be honest but my dad uh when he was living here and i was young we're talking like four or five years old he stole my mom's uh vcr and uh he I don't know if he, it wasn't really a blame or shifting blame with me, but he was like, I remember being like in the car while we're selling my mom's VCR, right? This is the 90s. This is when VCRs were actually worth something. And uh, he was went to the pawn shop, right? And I remember the green is a green pawn shop that was like on Sargent downtown. And uh, I just remember my dad and I remember it being really weird. Because my dad was like, eh, oh, well, we're in this together, son, aren't we? You know, just need some money because, you know, your mom's fucking me. That's what he said. Your mom's fucking me over. I just need some money. And I was like, okay, dad. But why'd you steal her? Why'd you steal our VCR, dad? And he goes, ah, you'll understand later. And uh, I got, I mean, I got a little bit older and I, I guess I kind of understand it. But I still don't. I, I, as a child, I'm like, I don't. Why did I have to be there, Dad? Or was it like, you know, 
Was it, was it like a hostage thing? Why did I have to come down? And uh, I guess because he was looking after me, maybe, I guess. I was the only one there. My mom was at work. And it's the only time he can steal a thing. But, like, I don't know, man. He could have blindfolded me or something. I seen that, and, I, and to this day, I feel like, man, I should have done something. I, mean, I was five years old. I should, have, I should have just tackled my dad and said, hey, listen, don't steal my mom's fucking VCR. Go, I'm going back to Africa, and I'm going to set things straight. <laughs> steal, <laughs> steal a VCR from that boy. <laughs> my dad, that boy. He's childish. That's very childish to steal your mom, you know what I mean? Someone that, you know, is a, your baby mama's... Now, if I did that to my... I mean... <laughs> I'm not talking like I'm going to do it. But, like, if I, I would understand, you know what I mean? If I did that to, to my baby mama, I stole her VCR. Or, I guess, equivalent of, like, that would be, like, a PlayStation, right? If I stole my baby mama's fucking gaming system and sold it... Cause I'm like, ah, fuck, man. You know, I just gotta get get it back at her. <sighs> I would understand why people don't like me, right? So at this point in 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 time, <clears throat> you know, when my dad, you know, my dad, you know, he made mistakes, right? You know, everyone makes mistakes, but just gonna, I'm just gonna keep telling that nigga I'm gonna be going to visit Africa. You know what I mean? Just because it's so sad. Because he wants me to go there. And I I want him to go there too. But I also, like... i seen the poli- the political... The, those niggas out there are fucking wild. And then the political system, bro. Like, they have only two stabbings at their political conferences. And they're like, other than that, it was a lot, lot safer than, than last year. <laughs> Four people got executed last year. Dropped the numbers down in half. The motherfuckers is just like it's it, you see like <clears throat> you see you see anything like in the Kenyan fucking uh, they're flipping desks and yelling and people are throwing punches and it's like these are the guys in uh, the political office Jesus uh, but I might go visit my dad and set things straight you know as a, as back to Africa you know do some something cool I'd have to do something really cool. But I'd probably I'd sock my dad once in the stomach just just for fucking up, <clears throat> just fucking up. He just fucked up. I had to give him one good solid punch, and then we could be fucking family, right? Uh, no, they're fucking thing. But again, the blame, right? He he he's really good. He, my dad was really good at shifting the blame uh, on on onto his own faults, right? But uh, yeah, moving on. They expect the child to be the caregiver. You know, uh, <clears throat> expecting your kid to raise your other kids is a giant sign of narcissism, right? Especially if you just have kids to have your kids look after your kids. It's like, oh, I've got my kids, or, or I'm going to have these kids to start working, right? <clears throat> I'm going to have these kids to. Uh, give me, you know, give me some source of income when I'm older, right? Because I feel like I can provide for myself or from, you know, my family. So I'm going to have some more kids and hopefully these kids get their shit together and fucking get a good job and then they could look after us, right? And uh, that's the wildest thing. That's how a lot of it goes. A lot of these welfare families, right, are having kids just because they get the checks at the end of the month, you know, they get that child tax credit, they get that fucking welfare stacked up, and uh, the more kids you have, the more money you get, so it's almost like it's, uh, like a broke person will literally look at uh, having babies as a financial opportunity, right, and uh, expecting your child to be some sort of fucking payday, is fucking ridiculous. That's why a lot of people are walking around with fucking their heads in the fucking clouds. Running around with chickens with their heads cut off. Because they don't understand. <clears throat> the only reason their existence and they were brought into reality was because their mom said, Fuck, if I could just make an extra $400 this month, things will be good. 
that's a whole, that's a lot of there's a lot of people in society, but a lot of people in um, just walking around because like ah shit, like at, at, at least like a broken condom or or like oh shit, forgot to pull out. Okay, you're an accident, but a happy accident nonetheless. No, this is your 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 life is set to just be our paychecks. You know what I mean? We're expecting you to go to work, come back here, give us money, and, and fucking figure it out and then do whatever the fuck you want after you give us some money. Expecting your child to be the caregiver is kind of like a... <clears throat> kind of like having a, a whole bunch of fucking plants, right? You're planting all these things, and then you're going like, now harvest yourselves. Now harvest yourself and put men in cook cook all the vegetables cook yourself cook yourself up and, and serve yourself up to me while I uh, then I eat it that's it's fucking ridiculous people but we're living in this society uh, <clears throat> so there's the seven signs right of uh, toxic parenting uh, narcissistic toxic parenting the study was done by Dr. Rim, Ramani 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 Durusula Durusula Ramani Durusula She's probably East Indian too she, she sounds so sexy to be honest man. And she's, she's so smart She's so smart and she's probably beautiful She probably got like such a nice accent I mean I just I'm really <clears throat> I'm really smitten over East Indian women right now I don't know why I got a couple. I got a couple in the bag that I'm trying. The prospects met met her brother. She's got a husband. So what is her husband's in India? I think I might. I think I might. I think I might. I think I might. I think I might pop her. But it's uh, again. I still had to. I still have to meet her family. <laughs> I met her brother. It's all good. Her brother really thinks I'm a nice dude. I'm gonna go meet her family eventually. I'm gonna just talk to her. Just keep talking to her. We just keep, keep talking to this chick. She's so fine too. She's a beautiful girl. She's a beautiful girl, and she she knows what she wants, and she she like pretty much runs the max circle. So she's business orientated. She's a beautiful girl, and I don't know why I'm I'm fucking t- talking about it. But uh, oh yeah, cause uh, I think this girl's East Indian. Yeah, so the study was done by Dr. Ramani Durasalula, who particularly studies the impacts of narcissism in family relationships. She says she's noticed that many narcissistic traits, such as grandiosity, superiority, and entitlement, are on the rise. 2022, people. You know, b- bigger, faster, stronger, and the parents aren't that smarter. Uh, uh, let's see, what do I got, what do I got, do I got anything else? Okay, I got some stuff. I guess I'll keep going on it. Alright, so, is there, fucking hell, dude, okay. Is there such a thing as too many people? Today, any policy involving quotas or targets to increase or decrease the human population are almost universally condemned, right? You're starting to sound... You're starting to sound a little fuck it. There's a lot of <clears throat> a lot of genocides happen when they start to dictate the control of the population. At one end of the spectrum lies those who see lower fertility rates in some areas as a crisis. <coughs> Elon Musk. <coughs> Elon Musk says. One demographer uh, is also concerned. No, he's actually, he's so concerned by the localized drop in birth rates in the UK that he has suggested taxing the childless as well. That's that's so far, you know, so, hey, you don't want to have a child? Fucking tax, bro. Here's a tax. You give us some money. Run your pockets if you're not fucking. (laughs) What if he just can't have it? There's a lot of motherfuckers that haven't found the right one, right? A lot of motherfuckers that haven't found the right one. And imagine getting taxed, bro, getting, bro, bro, getting taxed for not being able to get laid. That's got to suck. That's got to, 
if that doesn't get you laid, I mean, well, well, you just, just broke all the time. Why are you broke? I haven't been fucking. I haven't been throwing my seed in these bitches. You know, get back to it. As 2019, there were 1.65 children born in the country per woman on average. Uh, that's a weird number, 1.65, eh? That's six five of a human being. This is below the replacement level. The number of births required to maintain the same population of 2.075. That's an oddly specific number. Though the population was still growing overall because of mitigation uh, <clears throat> migration from other countries. So people coming into you know people coming into Canada get stifled with the fact that most people in Canada aren't having as many kids as they uh, should to replace. But people go like, yeah, does that make sense? They just farm third world countries, bring over whatever they got, their excess, their excess amounts of people, and, and that's stifling the birth rates? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, at, at one point, you go, "Is eight billion people that we're having? Is it? Is it really? Uh, is it really? Is it really overcrowded, or is it a crisis that we're not going to be able to keep up with uh, the death rates and stuff? Especially when there's guys going around stabbing. You know what I mean? There's guys going around with knives, stabbing people. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers bringing in forty six fucking pounds of fentanyl." That 30,000 people dying of fentanyl and opioids in the last six years, right? Like, yeah, can we, can y'all, can y'all start fucking again? You know what I mean, you, the, you, Ukraine and Russia war. How many people are dying from there? We need motherfuckers clapping cheeks to replace these people, right? Uh, it could get a little bit worrisome. It could get a little bit worrisome. Now, the opposing view is that slowing and eventually halting global population growth is not only ex eminently manageable and desirable, but it can be achieved via entirely voluntary means, such as providing contraception to those who would like it and educating women. You know, it's funny. <clears throat> that's just, that's literally the combat. It's like, hey, listen, to decrease the amount of, of, of population in a in a society is like you educate women and suddenly they're like yeah you know what maybe we'd maybe I'm better off not having a shadow <laughs> we're just educating a woman is <laughs> a great form of consciousness <laughs> we give her give her a forward thinking brain with logical problem solving abilities and she goes. Maybe a baby's not in my best financial future. <laughs> Bro, because this is what the articles... I'm just reading the article. Dude, I'm just reading... I, I didn't make this up. But I'm going to make up a whole story behind it, right? So there's this really smart... There's this really smart girl, right? She's so smart. No, I'm not even gonna, I'm not going to... I'm not going to go... It's, it's, it's fucking, I gotta wrap this shit up, alright. Uh, uh, yeah, this is a really smart girl, and she just doesn't, she doesn't, she just fucking, I don't know, man, okay, I, I was trying, and I should have left it at that, I should have left it at that, it's just, it's fucking wild that, uh, you know, people, but when you start to say that you want to manage the fucking means of reproduction, it gets, it gets a little, it gets a little tricky. It gets a little dicey, right? You start sounding like, uh, you know, Stalin or some shit, bro. <clears throat> so, but in this way, proponents of this position believe we could not only benefit the planet, but improve the quality of life experienced by the poorest citizens worldwide. Uh, and yeah, like, <clears throat> Thanos had a fucking point. Where he said, just eliminate all half of life on Earth. Randomly. Right? And then, and he said, and it was very clear that it made sense. It's like, listen, we're running out of resources. People are fucking dying of starvation. There's not a lot of... There's not a lot of these fucking gifts of life to go around. <clears throat> People are... We're overpopulated. Like, if we cut 
the whole population in half. We got what do we we had six billion like ten years ago. Now we have fucking eight billion. We got back down to four billion, right? Uh, we could go back to like the nineties, right? The nineties had like four or five bill. Billy on that motherfucker. Yeah, four or five bill. Uh, <clears throat> and it was fun. 90s were, f- like, let's be honest. All the kids in the 90s, fun. Dude, my dad stole my mom's VCR and it was pretty fucking lit. It was pretty fucking lit. What a- what happened? There's fucking a whole bunch of corrupt politicians, you know? But the po- the politician in the 90s, he got a, he got a blowjob in the fucking office. That was pretty cool. A lot of this shit, like with the the Trump, like Biden, standing in the background of the, it's kind of not cool. It's kind of not. It's too on the nose, man. You know, we're raiding our political enemies. We don't give a fuck. Raid them. That's not cool. Go back to fucking when Bill Clinton could get head in the Oval Office and lie about it and then get impeached. The motherfuckers. I mean, how many times did Trump lie? And he barely even touched him. To this day, they're still trying to get get him. I just, I don't know. Uh, you know you fucked up politically in government uh, fundamental structures when society can look at themselves, look at their friends and neighbors and go, you know what, I think Thanos was right. Snap! I snap out half of these motherfuckers, and at random at two, because there's a whole like. I would be completely comfortable snapping and losing half of everybody in the entire world, a universe, and animals too. Animals, fucking plant life, just half it, bro. Half it, and the other half that survive can pick up the pieces, you know, and continue on, because even I mean, dude. Listen, if I'm, like, I'm an, a fairly average person, I, I did this fucking IQ test, and it was like fucking idiocracy, because I'm looked at as a top 10% genius, I'm a genius, I'm a fucking genius, I, I, I don't fucking, okay, get, give me the medal, give me the medal of being the smartest individual in the fucking, in most of the rooms, 10%, me, Elon Musk, me, Elon Musk, and fucking Bill Gates, and fucking Einstein, and, and, and fucking, and, uh, and, uh, uh, who's that fucking really smart guy, Einstein and the other guy, Stephen Hawking, Wheels McGee over here, we're the fucking top dogs, all right? We stand alone being the geniuses of society. Artistically, fucking gold. You know what I mean? Logically, everything I do turns to gold. Okay. But I, thinking that I was average my whole life, never tried, ever in life. I never tried. I said, trying's for suckers. I'm just going to do. And it turns out that was the fucking, that was the answer. You just don't try. You know, try or not, you, you know, there is no try, right? Do or not do. And you know who said that? A little green puppet from Star Wars that would fight Darth Vader, right? He would fight Darth Maul. And, uh,. The people in uh, General Grievous and Lord Sith and all the other people in the background of fucking Joe Biden's press conference run recently. Sad. <laughs>